sparking an interest in technology and math and all things that are STEAM. Welcome back to Textination. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us is Terry Nichelle Bradley, the founder and CEO of a company called Brown Toy Box. Thank you for joining us, Terry. Thank you, Fred. Thank you for having me. Well, tell us what Brown Toy Box is all about. You've got a really interesting story. Yeah, so we are a children's educational toy company that is really focused on introducing children to STEAM um, and really expanding children's ideas of the possibilities for their lives. Um, we are doing that through our toys, our books, our games, and our content. Um, really, in, 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 a, in a bigger way, we're trying to introduce Black children to STEAM careers um, so that they can, you know, take part in the, in, in the future of work. I don't know what the statistics are, Terry, but I assume that the need is great here. Tell, tell me more. Yeah, the need is really great. So we focus on 14 different STEAM themes where Blacks make up less than 5% of the workforce. But for most of those STEAM themes, uh, those STEAM careers, it's less than 2 or 1% of the workforce. So we believe that it's all about early and recurring exposure to STEAM, right? So for kids to be able to, one, be exposed to it, and then really just kind of start playing and testing, participating in the activities later, the classes, and then the, the STEAM major. So we want to be a, the first part of that STEAM pipeline to get kids on the road to those, those careers that are the future of work. Now we'll talk about some of the kits and, and the fun involved here, but yeah. I want to know about you and how this came about, what the story is behind this. <laughs> So it's so funny because, you know, I literally had a mountaintop moment. I was dragging myself around a, a mountain here in Georgia, Stone Mountain. Um, people go to work out. And I was asking God to like what I, I felt like I wasn't working in my purpose. Um, my background was working um, like in crisis communication. Right. Like so not what I'm doing now um, or so I thought. Um, but it was but I just felt like I was so um, disconnected from what I should be doing. I'm a mom. Um, I'm very active in my community. And what I heard was look at your life. And I really just looked at, you know, in college, kids that I worked with whose dreams were um, not affirmed, you know, that, you know, kids who wanted to be engineers and architects and their parents were like, who do you know who can do that? Who does that? Right. Um, growing up in Minnesota in the 70s, you know, being one of only a few black girls in, you know, advanced placement classes or those kind of things. Um, it just was a matter of how do we make these, how do we make education cool? How do we make, um, how do we make it be okay to be the smart kid, you know, and how do we make it accessible, right? And so I was trying, I started really thinking through what are those things that we need to do? And what I, what I came back to was Mr. Rogers. And Mr. Rogers was so many people's first teacher, right? And what he said was, play is the work of childhood. And so how do I, and so for me, it was, how do I introduce kids to these careers that are the future of work? We wanted to interrupt this, this generational poverty, right? So how do I introduce, introduce them to these, to the future of work in a way that is fun and that leverages play to do it? And that's how we came up with Brown Toy Box. You know, it's really interesting because, you know, one of the, the big issues today is, is the digital divide that yes. was, I guess, became so evident during the pandemic. 
and, yeah. and, and what that meant. So how do you how do you deal with those issues and the affordability issues when it comes to getting kids involved here? Yeah, so we have two sides of our business, right? So the first side is, yeah, we've got the toys that are going in, that are in Target now. Those are more affluent moms who get the benefits of STEAM. Um, black and white moms, who, you know, white moms who are like, we want a more diverse toy box than we had growing up. Black moms are like, I want my kids to really have access to STEAM. We know what those careers can do for their lives. But then the other side of our business is really working with Title I schools. So those are high poverty schools, right? So we create... Um, versions of our STEAM kits that we work with schools, corporate partners, those kind of things to make sure that we get to kids that are just as deserving, just as smart, but just don't have the means because we want, you know, we want all kids to be exposed to STEAM careers and STEAM activities. Wonderful. Now tell us about some of the kits and, oh and what, what parents, uh, parents and kids can maybe look for this holiday season. Yeah, so I'm excited because we're like, how do we make learning fun? How do we, you know, one of the things that we heard from a lot of parents, particularly during the pandemic is, I've got to get my kids offline for a little while, right? Of course, they've got to learn and they've got to be, they've got to understand um, the technology and being online. But at a certain point, parents are like, we got to unplug. So we really focus on unplug play with the kids. And so, for example, we wanted to introduce some kids to like, this is like our Maya kit. So our kits are all centered around the Dadisi Academy crew. Dadisi is a fictional school um, that is, Dadisi means curious in Swahili. And what we say is we're always cultivating curiosity. And so that's our, Maya is our coding and app genius kid, right? And we are teaching some of the fundamentals, right? So they've got like a logic card game in there um, that really focuses on physicality, but learning some of the, the functions of, of logic and then also binary coding, right? So they're making a bracelet using binary coding. So we do, we take these, 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 um, themes and these ideas, and we really kind of drill it down to something that's very consumable for kids, but also a lot of fun. It's kind of like when my kids were little and I would sneak their vegetables in, like they're learning so much through all of these kits, but they're having so much fun. We've got a marine biology kit where they're making a, where they're growing their grow reef, right? And so they watch it every day and they observe and they document what their grow reef is doing. We've got um, an astronomy kit where they're learning about the constellation. So it's all really steeped in the same concept of Mr. Rogers, make learning really fun, right? Where the kids are just like, you know, we, we want to, because uh, what we say all the time is you never know what's going to capture a child's imagination. So we really want to focus on what can we do to cut chapter, uh, capture a child's imagination. And we think that we've kind of nailed that. Now there will be a um, an online element to this. So we are in the final stages of, you know, once you've had this experience with the kids in these, in the unplugged play, right? If you want to continue that learning, if you want to continue to learn about constellations or about, you know, coding or those kind of things, then you'll be able to learn um, more online. Um, but so we feel that'll, that'll roll out in December. So we're really excited to have that continuum of you get to for this first touch and then you continue to keep, you know, getting that, that exposure. Is that a subscription model? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So we're going to make that that's going to be free. Right. So we're going to um, be able people, families will be able to go online and just continue to learn. And we think that that is part of, you know, that's that's part of the assignment. Right. So for me, this is 
You know, I told you I had a mountaintop moment. So this is my assignment is to disrupt generational poverty and to make kids see themselves represented in these STEAM, in these STEAM careers. And so that is a, a, an element that we know that we have to have. Kids are online. So we want them to be doing something that is safe. And we want them to do something that really affirms them and makes them feel good. And what I say is, you know, it, it it's it's a, it's something that we're doing in a way that all kids can really have fun and enjoy. Terrific. Now, you're obviously an inspiration to, to many. Who inspires you? Gosh, there's so many folks that are just, you know, I think what teachers have done during this pandemic you know, I've just been so super inspirational. I look at, in terms of business, I look at companies like the Melissa and Doug's that are really making educational play fun, right? Um, I, I just, there's, there's so many inspirations for me. Um, I, you know, I'm in awe of people who uh, put their purpose and their passion to work. And so I, I, I follow those people. I study those folks. Terrific. Now, we should mention with the kits, uh, I'm, I'm looking and uh, so, so diverse here with the kits, uh, robotics, uh, museum arts, marine biology, chemistry, yeah. um, astronomy, and uh, I guess a coding, a coding. as well. Yeah. Coding yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. are you continuing to develop new Absolutely. toys in this line? Absolutely. So we plan to roll out 50 new toys this year. Wow. which is not, you know, it's funny because we're like, that's an aggressive goal, but like for, you know, we're, we're, we're a small toy brand. Right. And so um, it's aggressive for us, but other, you know, larger ones, they, they roll out so much more, but we're really excited. And we're very intentional about how we curate and how we develop. And, you know, we test a lot with in schools to make sure it's something that teachers like that parents like, and that like, kids like. So um, we're, we're excited about the, the, the things that we have in the works. Are you doing this in the midst of, well, hopefully we're getting near the end of a, a pandemic, but also the, the global supply chain issues. Tell us about the impact on what you're trying to do. The impact has been pretty great, right? So um, we have, the fact that we've weathered through as much as we have, um, I think is just a testament to how great my team is. Um, and, um, how, you know, we, because of the, we were so mission driven, like we're going to, we're going to fight through this, but it has definitely impacted profits. It's impacted our delivery, our ability to deliver um, on time for some things, just like everybody else. We're, 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 you know, really fighting through it. Luckily our stuff didn't come through Long Beach port. Um, um, our stuff really, our stuff mainly came through Savannah, which is now getting just as backed up. Um, and so we're, we're trying to figure out a way to, um, make sure that we're able to deliver for everybody for Christmas, but it's, it's been a challenge. It's been a challenge to get our things, to get containers, of course, right. Since most of our things are produced overseas. So even to just get containers and to get on a vessel has been difficult for us. We're small brands, so we get pushed off and people, you know, some of those spaces go to the highest bidder and we can't compete with that. So um, it is a much bigger conversation than I think really has to be addressed when you're talking about small businesses and how this, how the supply chain crisis is impacting small businesses. We hear about all the big guys, right? But it's crushing small businesses and, and we, we're, we're not an exception. I mean, we have weathered through it, we're fighting through it, but it, it, it has impacted us. Wow, so you're in Target stores. Where yeah. else can people find you? 
So yeah, so we are in all Target stores um, nationwide for the coding and astronomy kits and then on target.com for the other four. Um, and then you can also go to our website, browntoybox.com. And on there you'll have the kits, but we also have like these really cool three foot puzzles and inventors journals and like really fun things for that just, again, cultivate uh, kids' curiosity because what we say is stay curious. Well, you can be the smart, you don't always have to be the smartest kid in class, right? Just be the most curious. Because I, I always found so much about, you know, when I'm digging up things in, in, in the grad, or when my boys were little and they were like breaking things apart and being super destructive, parents usually go crazy about that. But I'm like, look at them exploring. I used to get excited about that, you know? And so, so I was kind of a weirdo parent, but um, I know that that's how kids learn, right? Is they've got to take things apart. And so, um, yeah, so we, we, we are, we've got so many cool things like that. Um, and, and like I said, we're rolling out so new products every day. And the website again is browntoybox.com? That's the website. Terrific. Congratulations on what you're doing. And thank you, Terry Nichelle Bradley, for taking the time with us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio. And that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC Skywave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.